1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Ng and a special guest, Caitlin Thomas... We all used to work at TV Guide together. Now we're here talking about Marvel. Caitlin, you've been doing so much Marvel stuff for us. Uh, it, it's wonderful.
3: Uh, thanks for letting me do it. I actually get to talk about Marvel for like the first time ever. <laughs> so. And
2: also, we have Captain America joining us as well. I forgot yes, to mention Captain
3: America. He is here. Hello, too.
2: Captain America. Yeah, thank you for your service. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about the Emmys and Marvel uh is big a big emmy player this year we, we we're going to talk about their two shows that are eligible for this year's emmys and then we'll talk briefly about loki which caitlin has been recapping uh for and the site kind of
0: recording this on loki wednesdays
2: that's true i I just watched it earlier so uh we'll we'll, we'll talk we'll we we'll get to that we could say like spoiler so we could talk a little more about like what happened in the in the fourth episode but yeah so marvel wandavision seemingly like a big uh Big potential contender in the limited series category, even though limited series is so uh, so crowded. So I get. Let's just, I, Caitlin, I'd love to hear your take on on Wandavision's overall Emmy like chances that you think. Like, what are what are your thoughts? I guess on Wandavision as an Emmy contender.
3: I actually feel really good about Wandavision. Um, it's kind of different, obviously, from Marvel, and obviously, Marvel's untested at the Emmys at this point. None of the Netflix stuff ever popped up, or Agents of Shield. So this is Marvel's real. First shot, I guess, at the Emmys, and WandaVision. I guess I just felt like because it was so different, it might not fall to like we don't like genre shows. Um, and I feel like people starting uh, started with The Mandalorian last year. I didn't expect that to get any nominations, and then like got fifteen nominations last year. So I feel like people are actually paying attention to stuff that's on Disney Plus, even if it's I don't I don't know. So I feel really good about WandaVision overall. I feel really good about Catherine Hahn, especially. I feel like this is her time after so many years. Um, Paul Bettany, I still would love for him to do really well. You know, Lizzie Olson's probably gonna hopefully score some, you know, recognition. But what about you guys? How do you feel about it?
0: I think you and I are the only ones predicting Paul to actually win right
2: now. <laughs> you think he, you both think he's gonna win, not just get nominated. Yeah. Like
0: that category is very open.
2: Which we talked about, not yeah. the, not the deepest bench of potential. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And you know, like probably on at, at like 4 PM on September 19th, I'll probably switch to like Ethan Hawke or something, but right now, why not like have some fun people. It's not like it's like Jason Sudeikis and comedy actor where you just look really dumb if you're not predicting him, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like any of the other, any of his rivals are like that particularly strong either. So
2: I think I have, I have you grant maybe winning, which I feel like is never going to happen because that show might as well have come out 30 years ago. Uh, And so I don't think that's going to, I don't think he's going to win, but I, he's great. Paul Bettany on, on WandaVision. I'd be very happy if he won. I think he definitely is like, so it's interesting. Like I think Lizzie Olsen has like so much of is very, I think they're both really good in different ways, I guess. I don't know. I think Paul Bettany is very much like in his wheelhouse, just doing like charming stuff. And like, is really kind of like effortless. He's,
0: he's funny, even though yeah. he's been funny for 20 years. Yeah,
3: yeah. He's finally getting to be funny. So I feel like people will actually take notice of it.
2: Okay. So I, I think that's good. And and Catherine Hahn is certainly leading in our odds. So I think, I think I have, Ju- oh no, I have Catherine Hahn winning, but I, I think Julianne Nicholson, maybe will win in, in the in the Emmys in the end. I but
0: switched to Julianne
3: recently. You did switch. Yes, I'm I think she she's got that recent buzz. I mean, coming right off of Mary of town, it's more recent. It was a really you know dramatic kind of performance. Kind of feel like that might push her over the top.
2: I'm I'm only thinking, maybe what if Katherine Hahn ends up somehow showing up in Loki, and then it's like, oh, then people remember that she's there, and uh, whatever, then they'll be like, oh, I love Katherine Hahn in that. So I, the, the, and then Lizzie Olson, I think. So I actually think both Betty and Katherine Hahn will definitely get nominated. I could see Elizabeth Olsen not getting nominated because that category is so kind of deep that maybe people are just like take her for granted and not nominate her. Or is that totally not, I have her in there still getting nominated, but I could see a scenario where that doesn't happen. I don't
3: know.
0: I actually think she's like pretty safe. I think we have like a solid top four with her and uh, ATJ, Anya Taylor-Joy and Kate Winslet and Michaela Cole. And I think it's that fifth slot. That's kind of, up for grabs. I currently have Fuso Mbedu from Underground Railroad, but as you and I have talked about, like, that show can, like, seriously underperform, and um, I think Cynthia Arrivo is still, like, fifth in the odds, and I yeah. could see her pulling, like, remember last year Octavia Spencer just getting in there out of nowhere for that Netflix movie that no one watched? <laughs> like, I think Cynthia could do that, and I know you are standing, Nicole Kidman.
2: I, I was, I would stand Nicole. She's really good on the, I just like the undoing. You know what? The thing is I watched it like seven months after everybody else. I was like, you know, it's a good show. I just watched it in 2021. <laughs> the undoing. Has anybody heard of this? It's really quite fun. And, and then people are like, they came out like a year ago. Nobody
3: cares. So. I think I just put Nicole back in my predictions. Cause I was like, you know what? She's Nicole Kidman. I don't know. I feel like people are going to be like, oh yeah, she was on that thing. So I don't know. I don't know. So you, we talked
2: about like we talked about like how none of the Marvel shows rated before the Emmys so much so that I was like oh yeah there were Marvel shows before WandaVision right good thank you for reminding me that Caitlin sorry to Daredevil and uh, you know Agents of Shield but I was like oh like none of the Marvel movies and certainly so none of them have ever gotten like significant acting. Award, uh, honors, right, nominations or anything. Yeah. Not, certainly no Oscar nominations, even though... I mean, they was,
0: tried with RD, RDJ.
2: They, they, they did try very hard for a, a Robert Downey Jr. Memorial uh, nomination for uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> never happened. But, uh, nothing, but... so I think it's interesting that they could get, like, three legit acting nominations that people would be like, oh, yeah, of course. And, like, if none of... If one of those three doesn't get nominated, it would actually be a snub. I, I guess, like, are people you know, they've had major actors in this. I don't know why, why did, why do we think WandaVision took, people took it more seriously than these other things from an awards standpoint, I guess. Like, even though it hasn't got nominated yet, like I said, like, it seems like it will. People obviously are taking it as like a serious contender. What what, what about this show do we think made that happen? I I don't know.
3: I think it's the fact that it's like the first show that came out that was attached to the mcu and people were like real excited about it they're like this is great and also they had you had no idea what was going on for most of the time so people were talking about it and trying to figure it out which really kept it in the eye i think more than the other marvel stuff I and mean, homage to tv
0: too i think that's another uh, unlike dog Wonder soldier which is just more of a traditional like boom boom pow pow action series like you know, they, they were, WandaVision was hopping through the decades. It was it was very episodic, unlike the other two shows that followed it. And it is like, I think it, you know, it wasn't supposed to be the first uh, Marvel Disney Plus show it was supposed to be Winter Soldier, but COVID messed everything up. So this was ready first. So I think it was, it was kind of like a surprise almost that like, wow, like their first TV venture, even though it wasn't supposed to be the first one, was this like high concept series. And it actually worked really well because I remember when the show was first like announced, like when the news broke, like was it like three years ago now? Like everyone was just like, what the hell? And they were like making fun of the title. I was like, this sounds really weird, but it all actually worked. You know, I mean, it, it got like marvel at the end. Of course it had to. But every, like in the lead up to that, like it was just, you know, and it was a weekly release. And it was just, you know, one of those shows that kept the conversation going for nine weeks or no, not nine weeks, like eight weeks now. But yeah, they released two the first day. Right.
2: Yeah.
3: Whatever. Yeah. I, I can't anymore It should have been three. I think if they launched yeah. with three, it would have been better. Um,
2: but also they but gave is- us us, us uh, elites here in the media three uh, to <laughs> yeah. watch. first yeah. And that was like, oh, cool. And then I had to be like, oh, you only get to watch two if you're a normal. I guess that's fine. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, the three would have been good.
3: I think, I think it would have people would have probably been less confused at the outset if they'd seen yeah. the third episode with it. Yeah. So.
2: so we've talked about all that. Now I want to go a little deeper. I also have uh so does the acting, does it extend further than those three leads? Does like Teyana Paris get in also in limited series guest actress, I guess be my first one. I have her in there. That, that's my, that so, so that's where I'm coming from. I actually think she could get nominated because she's really quite good on it. But what do you guys think?
0: I, I had her on, like, early back in March when, you know, like, pre-Mare of Easttown,
3: <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but I've since dropped her, sorry, no offense to Um I think she's great, but I think, you know, Catherine just kind of sucked out of oxygen um, in regards to supporting actresses from that show. Yeah. Um, I do think everyone's forgotten about Evan Peters because mm-hmm. of Mayor of Easttown again. So, like, he is on a ballot for both, but this is a case where I don't think WandaVision is gonna eat any votes I mean it's a limited ballot so they can vote for him twice if they wanted to but I I think people have if you're gonna vote for him you're gonna vote for him for Mayor of Town, not WandaVision right
2: and I that maybe think this only helps him right for Mayor of because people are like oh I loved him in WandaVision sorry sorry Caitlin guy. oh
3: I was just gonna say that I feel like everyone thought that his character on WandaVision was gonna be so huge and you know introduced x-men or like the multiverse and then it turned out he was a random guy which I feel like does joke. not help him in this situation because <laughs> everyone was like mm, okay he was just a random dude and random actor it was ralph right <laughs> yeah. uh
2: he was ralph he was he was uh, agatha's ralph what a great uh great a gr- uh, one of the many great twists though so even though i think people were like slightly disappointed by the show uh because they had like you said like built up a lot of elaborate uh theories and potential. Uh, avenues down which it could have gone. I I don't even
0: think like they they let anyone on. It was just like the fandom now is just, it's like, you know, it's the post-lost world we live in. Like everyone's just like theorizing, picking on like every little thing. Like, I don't think they sprinkled in like that many clues to suggest anything else. It's just like he showed up and it wasn't uh, original ATJ, (laughs) Taylor Johnson, um, as Quicksilver. So everyone just started theorizing, which is fine and fun. But, you know, I, I don't think that was really at the fault of the show.
3: Like I mean Rachel. they did cast him. I think casting him knowing what he played in, the, you know, the other movies. They were thinking, yeah, well, let's mess with them a little bit. That's my opinion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh
2: I uh, a little tangent. I just we I just finished watching all of Lost again. Still still in it. I still love it. It was great. But I do think I was like, oh, watching it, I was like, wow, it really did change I, it just rewired how people think about TV probably for the worse, honestly. Just like uh how we have to like it, like theorize everything. And when you watch it, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) well, yeah, when you watch it, what we watched it over, like I would watch, we watch like two or three episodes a night over like many, many weeks. Uh, And it was like, Oh, I remember like thinking back and being like a lot of this stuff that seems so important is just like totally thrown away. And also like doesn't even need to be important and wasn't probably intended to be important, but because of the way people watch the show slash a weekly rollout, it felt like it took like big, uh, Big proportions. I I don't know. I was just like it was. was, I would highly highly recommend going back if you are interested
3: in Lost. It was it was good. I never finished Lost. Me either. Good. I had to give up. I had to give it up after season one because it aired at the same time I think as Veronica Mars, and I went all in on Veronica Mars. Okay. And then you know. We
2: don't oh, you should go back. back. It's good. And the ending is good. They actually, the ending, the last episode is actually really good. And I don't, I, 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 I have seen the
0: series finale and like, I didn't care. Like I was neither angry or happy. <laughs>
2: you got to build up. It's all about the characters. And stuff. <laughs> all right. So one more thing on WandaVision before we go to our, our uh, second favorite Marvel show, maybe Falcon Winter Soldier, but for, uh, for WandaVision, I know it, it. I think, Caitlin, do you write about this or Joyce that and they have submitted every episode for writing? Is that right? And they didn't I really do
0: eight of nine, which yeah. is so the max they could submit because Jack Schaefer wrote the premiere and the finale, and you can only submit yourself once. So they maxed out in their submissions, which is a mistake.
2: <laughs> so they maxed out in the submissions. So that means they, and they only submitted, they didn't submit the premiere. Then I'd imagine they submitted the finale or did they submit the premiere?
0: She, she submitted the premiere, I believe. Okay. Um, she didn't submit the finale.
2: Okay. Probably, probably fine. But like, so eight, it seems like maybe a bad streak. Explain why that's such a bad strategy.
0: Um, well, you just don't want to oversubmit and possibly split your own vote. Like, yes, you, like voters can nominate, they can nominate all eight if they wanted to, uh, since there's no limit to how many, uh, nominees they pick. But you, you don't want to give voters that many choices and confuse them like you don't want them staring at a ballot and it's just like a block of WandaVision titles staring back at them and they can't decipher what is what um like maybe they're looking for like the eighth episode with like the the grief line you know but like they didn't know what it was called like but you know if you have like one or two standout episodes like it's do you have a better chance of getting that in like a lot of shows like HBO is like super strategic with this like they Like last year's session, only submitted one for Jesse Armstrong. Got in, one, obviously. Even Game of Thrones, they submitted the series finale. (laughs) Got in. But like that that was, you know, their strategy because they want to guarantee that nomination. And I mean, you know, let's be real. Like WandaVision's writing, good. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like top tier. So it was already kind of iffy for a writing nomination. And I think this just kind of hurts it even more.
2: Yeah, I, I I think the other problem is, too, I don't know the specific episodes, even I, even as I watch it every week. If you ask me right now, like what I'd be like, I remember what happened in WandaVision, but episode by episode, I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, maybe that was the the 80s episode or or the, you know, the Leave it to Beaver episode or whatever, whatever it was. But it's like it kind of all blends together. And like, I don't know, I think that like if they would have just picked one, you know, probably. Which,
0: which uh, one would each of you have submitted then.
2: I would have submitted maybe the third, which is the one, so again, like a bad, but which is the one where Tayona Paris gets thrown out and like wakes up outside and you realize they're like, they're kind of like in the two different worlds. Is that the the third episode?
3: I think the end of the third one. Yeah, that's that. I
2: would have picked that one. That one I was like way in on.
3: I think I was super into either the premiere or the second one, but in my defense, I feel like for, I was a really big like bewitched fan growing up from Nick at night. So I loved that episode automatically. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it would have, probably been i mean i, I think it would have gone the premiere yeah
0: pilots are always safe because it establishes the series so i, I think jack between her two submissions she she won the right one because the finale is also you know like half of it is just like that like floating down so yeah. yeah
3: yeah
2: and then so. and then like uh, other vision fighting with other vision
3: and then yeah. he just disappears and she See the you.
2: next movie No, but come back in the next movie, West Coast Avengers or whatever the hell it is going to be. Who knows? Uh, So then we have Falcon and Winter Soldier. We haven't really talked about. Not uh, as maybe as a big of a contender. Obviously, it's it's submitted as a drama, not a limited series, because they'll do presumably a second season with Captain America and Winter Soldier uh, or Captain America 4. I I don't it's like they're going to do. What's that?
0: Captain America and White Wolf. Right.
3: That should be, uh, really should have changed the, because that's going to yeah. be just a really confusing title after it's already happened. I think it's Captain America, the Winter, it's Captain America Colin, the Winter Soldier. Right,
2: right. <laughs> uh, I was not as much into the Falcon Winter Soldier as I was WandaVision uh, personally. I, I think uh, there were some highlights. It was uh, good and it was good and the things that I liked, I liked, but like it just ended up not. I guess my bigger, my biggest complaint was that they kind of sold it as like, a buddy comedy and they were not really in it together to be a buddy comedy all that much. That was a big, com- that was, I-, I felt like a big issue with the show. the That was right.
3: a big mistake is not yeah. putting them together in the first episode. I was like, I don't know who decided this. because.
2: Right. It, it's, and they sold it on their like wacky antics, like in the car and like, it's going to be like, you know, like, uh, a forty-eight hours, or *Lethal Weapon*, or any kind of like like random '80s action comedy, buddy comedy, *Midnight Run*, or whatever. And it wasn't like that at all. Um, that said, I still I think of that sh- for that show. I think the only nomination I have it getting is uh, Julia Lee dreyfus for playing Val. Uh, it, as a guest actress, uh, but th- that's it. I don't. I don't think it'll get much else. But do you guys? Either one of you guys have any other higher, higher hopes or aspirations for Falcon and Winter Soldier?
0: I, I, I still have both Daniel Bruhl and Ryan Russell in my supporting. Wow. So <laughs> nice. So do I. Wow. I can't <laughs> promise they'll still be there on July 13th, but I, I still have them. Just because that category there's eight slots, and you got to fill it out. <laughs> So I had and you know what they're good on the show.
3: They are good on that show. I mean, I had really high hopes for this new this show just because I loved the characters. And then turned out that uh, you know, Bucky and Sam were not the best parts of that show, which is <laughs> kind of weird, I guess. Um I mean, obviously uh Daniel is like the meme king. I feel like that will might help him if people are like, oh yeah, he, that was kind of funny when he showed up and then I don't know about Wyatt. I I just personally really like Wyatt. And I thought that he kind of played against type and might stand out for that. Um, I don't know. But yeah, they're still in my prediction so far.
2: I just looked at my prediction. So I have, I actually do have Wyatt in. So way to go me. But my I don't have Daniel Brule in. I do have Carl Lumley in. Because I thought, I might switch this out. And he's an incredible long shot. I think his but odds are like 100 to 1.
0: That would have been a perfect guest nomination. But yeah. he was in three episodes. Right.
2: So. But he does have, like, a major episode and, like, is, like, the emotional probably, like, heart of the show somehow, like, which you maybe wouldn't have expected. Uh, I don't know. I thought he's really good on it. I don't think he'll get nominated. I definitely will change that. But uh, it would be nice if he, if it could support him. And it's interesting you mentioned, so now we've already, like, it's, it's weird, like, you were saying, Caitlin, like, all of these characters are better than Falcon and Winter Soldier, or at least are like more. Like, I, I mean, I thought Anthony Mackey's actually good on it, and like Sam is is solid, and like I think his arc throughout the show is good. But Bucky, I think, is like not super engaging at all as a character in this iteration of it. I don't know. I just didn't like, didn't love it.
0: Uh, I, I think for- it was just weird. Like, yeah, like it was kind of like the material they had to, because like the show we've talked about this, well, I've talked about it separately with both of you, like this show was basically a movie. It was a six-hour movie that they chopped up into six parts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like the pacing was kind of weird. And obviously it was like, you know, a build up to turn Sam into Cap to accept the mantle. And yeah, he has like, you know, his whole arc with Carl Lumley's character. But I think the problem with Bucky, like, I think he's, he's interesting and, you know, so broody all the time. But I think the most interesting parts of him are um, stuff we haven't seen yet, which is uh, post Captain America: colon, The Winter Soldier and pre Captain America: colon, Civil War, like when he realized like who he was and like did the work in Budapest or uh, Romania, not Budapest, Romania, mixing up with Black Widow. Well, you're
3: mixing up your mark I, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. I know. Yeah, but like. Point? I, I think, like, that's the most interesting part of his character in the MCU, and and we haven't seen it, and then on the show, it was just kind of, like, he was just kind of, like, like, helping Sam towards this, like, he was just, like, obsessed with, you know, preserving Cap- the Captain America mantle, and having uh Sam take it on, you know, honoring Steve, and, like, Sam, like, I felt, like, the his therapy stuff in the first episode was good, but, like, that just ended so quickly.
3: Yeah, episode. I mean, they kind of, like, joked with us about that they were like here's what we're gonna do with Bucky you see him in therapy and he's working through his stuff and I was like this is great he hasn't worked through any of this trauma after Mm -hmm. being a killing machine and then they were like "Mm, I'm not doing I'm not doing that therapy anymore I'm gonna go be weird comedic relief that I've never been before because I had four lines in all the other movies I don't know
2: yeah, it's, uh, it's, I don't know, I, I'm, like, it wasn't, it was not bad, but I just was, like, it wasn't
0: as good yeah, as I wanted to
3: be. I enjoyed it, like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the heck out of it, but yeah. it, it just was not the level that I was really kind of hoping for, I guess, or really, and, and, really expected it to be.
2: Yeah, and it's funny, I think, Caitlin, you mentioned this before, like, how it was supposed to be first, or maybe, jo- I don't remember, Joyce, you maybe said it, but it was supposed to be the first show, and I think, like, what a difference that would have made I think to the response of WandaVision, maybe too, like if, if this was first, I think people would have been like, eh, or maybe it would have even been worse than like, eh, right. Cause it'd been like, Oh, this doesn't work or whatever. And then maybe WandaVision comes on and people are like, well, not as into the idea of it because they were like let down by Falcon Winter Soldier or whatever it is. And then WandaVision doesn't maybe explode like it does. And then, you know, it just is like a weird, what if I feel like, and the same with like, even Val, uh, so uh, well, whatever. I, I did the whole thing is just it, it's interesting, I, I guess. The one uh, one person I wanted to mention who we didn't talk about, I think Caitlin, you did write about this was is a uh, great guest actor potential for Don Cheadle, who's in the <laughs> premiere of Falcon and Winter Soldier for 30 it's, seconds it's and credit. It an credit. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, is that. it 30 seconds or how long is he in it
3: for? Um, I think I added it up. I think it's about a minute and 45 seconds. um Most of that, he's just walking around the Captain America Museum, and it's like why didn't you keep the shield, Sam? And then, and then he leaves and you never see him again. And I was like, I well, really, Don.
2: I really thought he was going to come back maybe for like the finale. Doesn't come back.
3: No, man, he show, He got paid. Don Cheeto got paid to show for one episode
0: for like a day's work. But it was like, Don, do this and then you'll have your own series. <laughs>
2: Right. Why not? War, I'd be in for a War Machine series. He's great. I love him in Iron Man 3. Like, that's the best War Machine. Like, do more of that. Like, you know, make him like a, an action star, too. I don't know. I'd be in on
0: But also, Don Cheadle, 10-time Emmy nominee, has never won. I'm and, really pulling for him. I mean, <laughs> yes, what if he gets
3: yes, if, yes, if, if he's, he's open?
2: <laughs> if there is a big Marvel push and, like, people are taking this seriously, like, why not? Like, maybe he does get in.
3: I mean, I, I feel like people will also see his name and be like, I like Don Cheadle. I feel like, no disrespect to Don Cheadle, he's a great actor, but like some of the nominations he's gotten in the last decade or whatever, probably not really that earned. I don't know. I didn't wow. watch all House of Lies. I didn't watch all of House of Lies and I know that he's great, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I
2: like understand he, what you're saying. I mean, he does. there does get to a point where people are just like, I like this actor, I'm going to just nominate them, right? Like it's kind yeah. of like a, just going to like, yeah, kind of and, and no him
0: like he was never winning for
2: any right. of those years. Yeah. yeah. So. so now those are, those are so that's the Marvel, like current Marvel eligibility. Now we're talking, like you said, on the day of Loki episode four premiere. If you haven't watched Loki episode four, I'm just going to say turn this off because I think we should just spoil like what's going on and I don't want people to get mad that we're going to talk about it since we've all seen it and basically, if you like Loki, you probably should have watched it already before listening to a Marvel potential uh you know an episode a podcast or video or whatever about marvel so uh loki would be up then for emmys next year and i guess do we even know yet if they're counting it as a limited series or a sec is there a season two of loki coming I they forget.
3: haven't um, they haven't confirmed it but i think for the last like year everyone sort of assumed that loki yeah, is like really allegedly a second season's development and also
0: tom hilston will do it play loki until he's on his deathbed so
3: until they're yeah. like literally like no Tom you cannot come back this time uh, he'll play it forever.
2: So I I absolutely love this show. I think it's like it's I, it, I I just I think it's actually we'll see how it turns out. But I do like it more than WandaVision even personally. I think it's so much fun. I love uh I love you know whatever. I just like it. It's so good. And I don't know. I would be wondering. I guess it was supposed to premiere May. Would have made eligible for this year's Emmys. I imagine they pushed it back because they didn't want to like c- to clutter it up and maybe crowd themselves out of many nominations and splitting drama and limited series like they did with Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision, probably probably good strategy. So now Loki's up for next year's Emmys. where it'll presumably be alongside like Hawkeye, I imagine, for Marvel, right? And yeah, that's Marvel, maybe yeah. it for now. Oh, Moon Knight, I guess, right? And like all those other ones that are coming. Well,
3: that's that's filming now, so I don't know. Like, I think like it's Marvel, yeah. It's done. I think that was supposed to come potentially at the end of this year too. So yeah, I think it'll be up against all of those. My only problem is I'm like, are people, are people going to remember Loki aired like in that you, when, whenever shows premiere in June, you know, who remembers them the following year when it comes time to nominate.
0: Yeah. And you need to be like really strong or like memorable in some way. Um, and also like, they, you know, we don't have the Globes this year and uh, Golden Globe winner, Tom Hiddleston for the night manager, uh, never forget. So um like he they they won't have that to bank on as like a a winter award so they'll I don't think they'll get in a tag um WandaVision is not eligible at SAG next year because they changed the calendar to match with the film awards this year so it was eligible this year did not get in obviously so I guess they could get into or like low-key get into critics choice awards and I'll get like tech fields and stuff, but I don't know yeah. in terms of like him, like you know, acting and you know Owen Wilson um, and series. Especially, you know, we have like all all the the big time players coming back in the fall, like yeah, and everything.
3: Right, and that, and, and, if it's a continuing series and it's going up against Succession, I just we got the like four hundred people on Succession now. So. All the tall people, on all the tall people versus the short people. That's Succession season three, well, and like, I'm yeah. so good tall, but. And he can wear a suit. I he should have joined the show. Why didn't he join Succession? <laughs> Maybe he will. <laughs> <Season>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I, I guess that's the problem is I just think people are going to forget about it. And it's going to be squeezed out by like not the real shows. But like you said, like a lot of the bigger like shows are going to be on for the 2022 20, Emmys, like Succession and stuff. And I think that they're not going to remember Loki. But I, I think, you know, he's great. He's so good. Uh, I would love for him to get like people to remember him and you know, like who knows? I don't know. I just think he's like really good on it. I'm not sure where else I would nominate it. Like, Oh, Wilson is not, I don't just don't like, he doesn't have as much to do. So I'm like not convinced that like, there's still two episodes left. So we'll see. Um, uh, based on what happened in this last episode, maybe he's not even, he'll be back. I'd imagine back. Uh, Yeah, he's gotta be back. Uh, yeah. but, uh, you know and i guess then maybe i guess we'll see how so like richard e grant who spoiler alert is in the end of this episode we finally get to see him as like old loki basically in the credit scene uh what he i mean is he like i could just see like if, depending on what happens with him i'm like oh maybe that's a nomination people like richard e grant i don't know i but i guess you're right nobody's gonna remember the show exists because we'll we be we on to like moon night <laughs>
3: I know it's really unfortunate. Tom Hiddleston's been great since like the first time he portrayed Loki, and he's had like the best arc, at least in my opinion, throughout the entire MCU. And so it kind of would bum me out if he's completely overlooked, but I won't be surprised at all. If he's yeah. Next year.
0: Yeah, I think it would need to like really stick the landing um, in the next two episodes in the finale, and like completely blow people away for them to remember it and him for next year. So. I don't know, maybe they'll like immediately renew it and then they could get season two in the can.
2: <laughs> right. And
0: could, like aired during voting next year or something.
2: Or maybe they just are like, oh, it's a limited series. We're going to call it like another Loki or something. And it doesn't count. It's not part of this second. There's no second season. It's just another limited series of Loki. And then we'll just sneak it in there. And maybe limited series won't be as competitive next year. I know I probably will be, but who knows? It's competitive every year.
3: Okay. Okay, it's become like most competitive. I feel like... Drama, less competitive. Comedy, less competitive. Limited series is where it's at. Ever since FX got into the anthology series and limited series game. Remember when limited series and
0: TV movie was merged? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now it's like unbelievably good. Well, that's because this is where the only place where they make things. <laughs> they don't make movies anymore, so they have to make limited series, and they don't make like shows. It's just like everything is a limited series. It's like okay, like Caitlin's the chore, Beast Town, great limited series would have been a movie six years ago, but now I, mean,
0: it's I hope movie. that stays a limited series because I do not need a season two of Beast Town. Yeah, let's
3: no, say, I'm so I, just until <laughs> they renew it.
2: So. <laughs> I'm so tired of that. Like that, we have to do this every HBO show that people like, where it's like
3: shows and. That's okay. Like, let them end. Don't bring them yeah. back. Don't revive them. That's don't spin-offs. Don't renew one from limited series. Yeah. You
0: don't need a Wandavision season two, which I don't even know how that would work.
3: No. <laughs> they've been saying the whole time they were like, "No, the ending of Wandavision doesn't really make sense for us to have a yeah. season two. People keep asking for the last I year; they've asked them. I can't like, that concept again.
2: It's no. a one-shot no. deal. I mean, the people are still asking for like a Queen's Gambit season two. No, that's it. It's done. It was one and done. It's like a. It was a end end if you love it so much because it's like good one and done. That's it. It was like a movie. It was like a long movie. Queen's Gambit, seven, seven hour movie. Uh, Okay. We should wrap up here. Uh, I was going to say we should talk about Black Widow, but I forgot it hasn't come out yet. And there are things I would love to talk to you both about it with regard to the TV shows. Maybe after Black Widow comes out, we could come back and do like a thing about this. Cause I think there's stuff that happens in Black Widow that affects future Marvel shows. And
0: also maybe the Emmys. What's that? maybe the Emmys. That's them.
2: right. That's what I was like. Oh, this could be, this is good. So we'll come back. We'll do Black Widow later, but, uh, so no spoilers there, but we also have Black Widow. And again, we'll talk about that later, but uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for doing this. This is such a Thank treat. you
3: for having me on to talk about one of my favorite things, <laughs> which is you're our chief Marvel correspondent. The yes. Best. Yeah. I'm you're really great. glad that turned out well for me. It's good. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. Well, bye. See you next time. <laughs> Subscribe to The Gold Derby Show wherever you get your podcasts and visit Gold Derby at goldderby.com to predict the latest Hollywood races, from the Emmys to the Oscars to every reality TV show in between.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty